Hey, everybody. Uh, absolutely gnarly show this morning. Didn't expect it, uh, but Beanie, one of the most controversial, if not the most controversial figures in the NFT space. If you aren't familiar, uh, he's got a long history of success in the space through you know architecture and tokenomics, but also questionable behavior through anonymous accounts, anonymous wallets, and potential uh, scams that people have accused him of. So he actually made his first appearance in the NFT space from a media perspective in a long time time last night on the one and only Shillin Villains show, which is fantastic. It's wild. You should definitely listen to that. If you if you have some time today, find it on Shillin Villains Twitter. And so I thought we were going to talk about that show, but instead we're joined by the man himself, Beanie. He comes to our show and stays for almost the full time. He gets grilled by Nick, grilled by Easy. you know, kicks kind of plays devil's advocate. It was just a wild show, a wild morning. My body's still coming down from it. Hope you enjoy it. Still don't get my regards. Good morning. Morning, ladies and gentlemen. That was Still Dre by Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, famously written by Jay-Z because he owed Jay-Z, uh, Jay-Z owed Dr. Dre a favor. But you have tuned into the NFT Morning Show. We do this show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time each and every week where we talk all things NFT market. What's going up? What's going down? And all the stories of the NFT space. It's October 20th. We got two more shows this week, so let's fucking rock them. I'm your host, P.O., here with my co-host, Nifty Nick, the funniest man in the business, Signal, the author of the Nifty Daily Digest, and one of the most analytical NFT market participants that I know, King Kicks, the CEO of Crypto Raiders, top 0.01% for trading volume on OpenSea in 2021, and an absolute degenerate gambler. Easy Eats Bodega, the Solana celebrity, the host of Solana Made Easy, the creator of Bodega Buddies, a rising star on the Solana side of the space and the most technical trader on this stage that I know of, Spencer of Spencer Ventures, absolute badass repping for institutional capital, buying board apes, crypto punks, moonbirds, oddities, and everything in between. Depeche Node, the host of Node Mode, the art-focused podcast. This guy's got generative art like you read about. This guy's getting the biggest names on the art side of the NFT space to participate on his show. And of course, the treasurer himself, one of the newest team members at the Nifty, the host of Rolling Into Deep, the deep motherfucking crypto. That's what I'm talking about. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we got a hell of a show for you today. We got a whole lot of stuff to talk about. But before I go any further, to deep. Good morning. Good morning, Pio. I am out here having a beautiful coffee, and it reminds me of Nick because he has never had beautiful, you know, experience at cafes. Uh, baristas never treat him nicely. But my baristas absolutely love me, P.O. They, you know, like draw hearts on my coffee every single day. <laughs> and uh, funny enough, I asked my girlfriend, you know, I showed uh, her uh, Nick's PFP, the CryptoPunk, and I asked her, how much do you think this is worth? And she said, it has to be maximum, like $1,000. So <laughs> I don't really know what to say, uh, P.O., but it's been a fantastic start to my day, uh, well, you know, like drinking nice coffee and everything so yeah man how are you doing 
Oh, I'm doing well, man. You post these pictures of cappuccino and I'm like, are you Googling images of cappuccino in, you know, Rome or are you getting that locally? But it sounds like you're getting it locally. So you got access to some really good stuff over there. Also, it sounds like your girlfriend has a future in appraisal of high value digital assets because she hit it spot on. Nick's punk is only worth a thousand dollars. Dadeep, do you remember what I said to you uh, that first call when we were basically finalizing your hire? Do you remember that that kind of warning that I gave you at the end of the call? He, he said, it, yeah, I remember. He said, bitch ass, don't cross me when you come on this show, okay? Like, don't don't cross me ever again, okay? <laughs> when you when you, when you you giving me that lip, I'm going to smack you straight across that face if you ever cross me like that. Was that what, am I that, recalling that, so that correctly? W- yeah, that wasn't it. It wasn't that. Um, Dadeep, uh, you know, Dadeep had kind of like, you know, just, oh, he's raising his hand. Go ahead, Dadeep. No, actually, Nick, uh, I remember very well that was not what P.O. said. But P.O., can you like recall me, you know, fairly quickly what you had said? Because I don't know what exactly you are referring to. Yeah, no, I just let you know, like, because uh, it seemed like, you know, we were, we were figuring out a little bit more about you from a personal perspective. And I just remember uh, being like, hey, look, you do realize that if you do come onto the team here, there's a good chance that Nick's going to steal your girl. And like, are you are you OK with that? And uh, and you said that you were prepared, like you were ready to brace for impact if that was something that was going to happen. Yeah, that's how we operate a business around here is we hit on our employees uh, significant, others. significant others. That's sort of like the approach that we do. So, and they call that uh, in in English, they call that professionalism. Okay, well, Nick, you, you got a little bit of spring in your step this morning. How's it going with you, buddy? Man, I'm just fucking pissed off at Beanie. This little bitch uh, can't Whoa. can't send. I, I'm out of here DMing with him, and this guy, uh, you know, shows up. On Shillin Villain show last night, and, uh, and and yeah, I mean, just this this guy, you know, <laughs> this easy, guy, easy. You have your hand raised, easy. You were on stage for the majority of that show. What an experience that must have been. Uh, what's on your mind? Yeah, I was mostly just angry they didn't let me call him Charles directly to our friend Charles. And then on top of it, too, I did have the opportunity to list every single one of his rugs one by one, only to hear him say I never rugged anybody shortly thereafter and then not get called on again. So, Nick, and I might have to borrow the punk because uh, I need some punk priority access and moving forward. It was complete. I was I was about to DM you to be like, yo, tag, tag me in. Uh, be, Dude, because they just did not call on me. I understand that they let uh, Q went at him. I was happy about Q's response to him, but all in all, I don't know. Like I've lost a lot of money to Beanie. I've made a lot of money off of Beanie tweets. But I'm still trying to figure out what happened with Look Labs. And that Blute comment was bullshit. He's like, yeah, I mean, you know, BGLD went to zero, and then it was like, well, what do you expect? What are we gonna do at that point? And I'm like, I don't know. Make it go up. Like, I don't understand. It <laughs> was like finger? dev. He said the dev like drained it. So like, therefore it's a compromised contract. But like there was a bunch of stuff that like he was saying on that space last night that was not said over the last 12 months. Like the pixel vault comments about how he said, I didn't get $30 million, even though that I'm 99% sure it was on a recorded space that said he had a $30 million buyout. He said that it was a $1.2 billion valuation in which he was positive. It would go to 10 billion. And then he cried when he had, kicked off and then Farouk had a good comment about it saying he too would have cried if he got a $30 million buyout and he would have promptly called his mom and said, mama, I made it. 
<laughs> well, Frog also said that he felt like 30 million would be an inappropriate number uh, for a buyout for Rug Radio, given what they're building. And I agree with him there. But Beanie kind of framed it in a way that he had to say that he would cry. Spencer, did you did you get a chance to listen to this thing? So I haven't listened to it yet, but I think it's also like like I I feel like people listening may not know who Beanie is or like the full background because this is like a, an early class of twenty twenty one um like thing, and it's also interesting like who bought him out of Pixel Vault. I always found was interesting. Do do you guys know this story? I don't know if I do. Just to give the audience a little bit of context, so Beanie is the uh, the infamous uh, Twitter uh, Twitter account uh, for a guy allegedly named Charles, we found out later, but he was basically an anonymous person. He was repping a crypto punk uh, with the beanie trait, which is like the hat with the little propeller on top. So it's at Beanie Maxi. He's crediting himself right now as the creator of Pixel Vault, Punk's Comic, and Meta Hero. And he said he sold it to a VC. He's crediting himself as a startup advisor and first investor in Wolf Game. uh, And that he's in the seed round of Tessera as well. Uh, so Tessera is fractional, formerly fractional, now called Tessera. You know, this guy was a very, excuse me, outspoken member of the NFT community, very knowledgeable, always had very, very good insight into different things that were happening, would call out nefarious behavior in the NFT space, um, and would call out nefarious individuals in the NFT space. Uh, however, he launched some of his own questionable things, and there's been accusations that he is behind other Twitter accounts that turned out to be scams slash rugs. So his denial back. of being um, Archic was probably one of the weakest ones. He was just like, no. He paused for like 15 seconds, and, and then it, just went, no. But it was also like... Of course like, he's Archic. Of course he is. Sorry, it was like the weirdest comment ever. Um, it, I, I don't know. It, it, you know, in a court of public opinion, he sounded, he sounded guilty as, as all hell, man. Well, that guy, a, there's a tweet out there from him where he basically said he was out, uh, he was our chick. It's been deleted, but that was like a tweet that was floating around. Like the thing is, is like a lot of these guys, I think they maybe didn't expect the NFT space to end up blowing up the way it did. So a lot of people were like willy nilly. I mean, a big account that or, or someone that we know, Nick, uh, was telling us, you know, and this is a big account, like hundreds of thousands of followers and he's anonymous. And he was telling us that he realized that like, you know, from four years ago, he had doxxed photos of himself just tweeted out. So he had to go back and and delete them all. You know, a lot of people were like loosey goosey. And I mean, with Beanie, I think that, um, you know, perhaps the thing that was him flying so close to the sun was uh, like, you know, the, oh, Beanie's in the crowd right now. Beanie, please come on stage, buddy. Um, Was flying too close to the sun was the going on Twitter spaces and actually doing the voice docs. Um, So we got a a bunch of people with their hands raised. Kick, Spencer, easy. Uh, Whoever wants to go first, let it rip. Spencer's got a story to tell. Easy's got a story to tell. Kick's got... uh, Go ahead, Kicks. Yeah, I'll I'll just go real quick because I actually have to uh, bump out like early on this show. But I mean, I definitely think that you can very easily say that like Beanie uh, is or was like a controversial like character in the space. Like there were some things that he was involved in that like put bad taste in people's mouth. But it's just kind of weird how, like, in this day and age, like, like uh, you get this, like, mob mentality on certain people, but then, like, other people, like, uh, walk away, like, unscathed. Like, you have to think about how many, like, influencers out there, like, just, like, p- 
pumped people's expectations of projects to the moon and then dumped all of their assets for like 30, 40, 50 X's, right? They don't get any flack. They don't get any, uh, you know, drama against them. Uh, yeah, the, the B loot thing. Here's the thing you, you gotta, it, buyers have to take some personal responsibility in life. If you bought a B loot for one ETH, Go, if you don't know what a B-loot is, go look at it. It's a green background with text on it. And the it's text is like, the yeah, text is like, it, yeah, it's like, the text is like itchy butt of uh, NFTs. And it's just yeah, a I'm complete. A whale. So a cockering whale. Exactly. It was like the biggest meme of memes. Um, and uh, Beanie, uh, like, once again, love him or hate him. I think that if you were around at the time, if you were around in May of last year, you know that Beanie, uh, his marketing of Pixel Vault is what put Pixel Vault on the map. I don't think that that uh, it can be questioned. And then also as a trader, I really, I really liked to um, follow him on trades. Back when I bought my um, Board Ape Yacht Club uh, in November of last year, uh, a huge part of the reason why I was buying it is because Beanie was just saying this is like the best time to buy back in to Board Ape Yacht Club, and it was in the low thirty ETH, and I made a monster trade off of that. So once again, I'm not saying that stuff that Beanie did is all like washed over or like he had, he didn't do anything that was maybe a little sketch or stuff like that. But there's just this tendency in life to just paint people as black or white when it's like, um, my experience with Beanie is yeah, some like uh, he did some stuff, but then also some things that he worked on worked like worked out well. Um, and, and, uh, you know, like, uh, we're not good for this space. So well, you have a chance because he's on stage right now. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the villain, devil himself, the devil himself, the <laughs> villain of the NFT space himself, the evil genius, the man, the myth, the beanie. Thanks for having me. <laughs> wow. no, I, 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 serious question do people really think I, I the whole art chick thing was always been like a meme to me i and art chick is somebody i was talking to before pretty much nft twitter blew up because we You're... were we were deep into super rare into the into the uh the the vintage artists like you can see even my super rare account now it's just packed with you know 2017 2018 stuff and art chick was a blogger at the time, I think under another, it was Digital Art Chick, um, had a blog, I think it was called like digitalartchick.com or something like that. Um, and I, I, you know, do people really think it's me? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's a meme. I mean, I, I said it, it's not just to end that, uh, that running joke, but, uh, okay, well, well let, let's say it's I, not you. Know, you. Mm -hmm. let, let me just ask. Do you operate other major accounts like notable individuals no. that we, you, you don't operate any no. other Twitter accounts? No. no, look, my my MO has always been to bet on people. I think I've always said that. You know, I bet on people. Um, and, you know, I, I heard Farouk last night say, hey, you dropped seven projects. I mean, that's, that's you know, dropped seven mints. That's not really true. Uh, I, you know, I invest in founders. I may have the idea and I might even source the people. Like, uh, you know. Pixel Wall, I put that team together with Sean. Beanie, was Monkey Bet your project? I mean, wh that, what do you mean, like, my project? Like, I mean, it Did was... Did you create um, Monkey Bet? It was a joint concept that I came up with, with Owlman, for sure. Yeah. And um, it's... 
um, the games and all that. Yeah, like we 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 definitely you know collaborated on, but I wasn't running it day to day. My MO has always been to bet on these people. Some people have succeeded better than others. Sometimes I you know I invest in somebody else's idea, and they just run with it. Uh, you know, Look Labs was mostly. I mean, I didn't come up with the idea of 420 game and stuff like that, but I was, you know, invested in Look Labs as a well, company. I, I, I wasn't like working on it day to day. Some projects I work on more than others. Of course, I was more involved in the stuff that I talk more about. So but the uh, 420 has always been to bet. To bet 420 game. And, 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 but some, most people will not execute. I think a lot of people forget that, that, you know, this is all very uh, low. Unlike the strong execution of, of Blue, right? Uh, so well, hold on, well, let him speak, well, guys. Well, let him speak. Flute was, uh, you know, I, I, I talked about it last night. Flute was a free mint. I was one of five equal partners. It was myself, G-Funk, Tropo Farmer, Hunter, and Dylan. Five equal partners. My job was to bring eyeballs to that project. I think I did a, a good job. People are still talking about it right now. It was a free mint. I've never sold a single Blute. I've never sold a single BGLD. I never bought a BGLD. We got... That Anon Dev uh, gifted us 5 million BGLD, which at the top, I mean, we could have sold, I mean, for a lot of money, right? I mean, what was it? Like a dollar something? Uh, I, I still have them all. And then it went like to zero. The, it went the, to zero very quickly. Terrible, the, terrible mistake on my part to not do, and, and the rest of the team, to not do the proper due diligence and realize that this could get rugged. Who is this dev? Still, we don't know. Um well, hold on. How do how do you just uh, like uh, like wash your hands of those sorts of situations? The same thing. Uh, I'm interested. Uh, we found the um, the agency that built out 420 game. We were chatting with them actually, mm -hmm. but sep separately with BGLD or something. It's like, oh, the developer lost. Couldn't you like convert that into well, a different contract? That wasn't like uh, the BGLD developer was some anon person in the Discord. We didn't even create the Discord for Blue. Uh, somebody created a Discord. It had like 20, 30,000 members overnight. It was, I think a lot of people like forgot that. It was just a parody of loot that weekend because uh, some people up here will know about that. Some, the new people won't, but you know, loot was um, a big deal, right? I mean, it hit, um, um, it was it was a very highly successful free mint, right? It was considered the new paradigm of, uh, of NFTs at the time. Remember, it was just a few words and we just did a parody on it called it loot. And, you know, launched it for free. Again, I've even bought Blutes in the open market myself, and I've never even sold them. And uh, so I even got caught it up in the hype myself. But I'm on record many times saying, do not buy Blute. You know, Fair do enough, not buy Blute, mint it for free. And I think that, that contributed a lot to this, like, uh, free mint meta. I think that's fair. Um, I want to make sure that all right. So everybody, Did let's ask me any questions. We made money. Sorry, we made money on royalties, right? People say, "Well, you made money on royalties." We each, each of the five partners, we made uh, about a hundred and something ETH off it. That famous uh, Tropo tweet where he he showed the big payment from OpenSea. But um, you know that that's it. That's it. It wasn't like I was out there dumping my blue. All these accusations. I get a lot of accusations. Hey, Beanie, you're pump and dumpy or this and that. Show me. Where? Well, that's not my only, That's not what I do. Only 100 ETH is, you know, is a substantial amount. I mean, uh, people have gotten no, in trouble course, for far less than that. I'm, no, of course. But I mean, I, I don't, you know, um, I'm, I'm just saying that my, sorry, I'm just watching my dog. Um, Dog's taking a poop, I'm guessing. Yeah. 
no, no, he's just another dog walk by. It's kind of fighting. Um, no, I'm not downplaying it, what it is, but I also don't think there was anything, any improprieties around loot. I was, I and the rest of the team, we were legitimately, you know, uh, enamored by the whole thing and the support. And the, really the, the real intention was to have this BGLD as like, it just came at the right time. And it felt like kind of, uh, you know, surreal, uh, people like adopted it. So, and we had, we were sitting on 5 million of it, which we were gifted. So we, so I'm we sure... thought well, this could be the token of the ecosystem, but next thing you know, it got rugged and went down to fractions of a penny, like literally overnight, rendering it completely worthless for what we were trying to do with it. So uh, th there's a number of people that have questions, but my uh, my last thing is, which I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, so are you showing up because you're getting ready to drop another NFT right now? No, no. And I, and I explained this last night. I've always been around. I don't know. We, we've talked, uh, Nick, Theo, you know, we've, we've chatted in DM. I've chatted in DM with a lot of people. I have a lot of investments in the space. You know, I'm invested in Blur, for instance, in the seed round. You know, I mean, I don't have to talk about these things anymore. That was a big topic of the discussion on Twitter yesterday. So just to give you an example, I have a lot of, uh, you know, investments in the space, mostly in protocol stuff like that now. Um, but I do follow the space. Um, I'm just, I don't feel there's uh, a benefit to putting out content anymore because I just so heavily scrutinized. Like I've, I've accumulated a real nice, a real nice stack of uh CryptoPunks, for instance, in the last couple months. And I've done it very quietly. Why? Because let's say we do get a big moon on CryptoPunks. You know, if, if I want to sell them, I want to be able to sell them without the scrutiny. It, it's really hard being under the microscope for every single thing. And it doesn't benefit me at all. It's, it's better for me to just be, do what I do behind the scenes. You see a lot of things, you know, like Wolfgame, you know, I'll retweet the odd thing, but I don't need to be posting about it constantly because, again, it, it brings up scrutiny. It creates a lot of uh, uh, expectations, possibly, and uh, it's not helpful. So, no, no, I'm not looking to drop anything. I'm not looking to even return. return. It would be very unlikely that I'd ever, you know, even be, uh, even be tweeting again. But I, I just thought it was important to clear up a few misconceptions, if that makes sense. Okay, well, I want to hear what Signal's question is. I think what we should point out is that you are known for being a very strong architect of NFT businesses. It seems that you are deflecting a lot of the responsibility of running those businesses, and there's a little bit of a pattern, I guess, minus, say, like Pixel Vault, where uh, the businesses have not succeeded after the fact. Um, you're saying, like, you know, you want to be able well, to sell sorry, the, the I don't want to interrupt you, but most businesses will not succeed. Most startups, 90 something percent of them fail. I would say 99% of them fail. I think if you look at overall of all the ones that I've talked about, my track record has been phenomenal. I mean, if you talk about Pixelvault as being a obvious, you know, follow through success with the founders, Wolf Game, I, I don't think anybody can argue that hasn't been a success and they're not delivering. Uh, even the ones that you mentioned, you can mention other ones. Somebody mentioned, you know, uh, Monkey Bet. I mean, Monkey Bet's still out there producing games, adding, you know, things. They're still working. That, that doesn't mean, you know, people throw around this word rug. It's a rug because the price isn't 100x. But that's not, you know, that's not a rug. A rug is when somebody just takes money in and shuts it down immediately. I mean, these guys are still working. Everybody's trying. 
So check it out, Beanie. I want to make sure that we get a chance to hear from you because the audience needs to hear. I mean, if I'm going to put in my own collar, the, the one thing that I hear is like, there is like a lot of technicalities that you're like, a rug is this, it was a free mint. But look, I, I'm not here to, to go back and forth on that. Signal, you have a question. I'm very curious. Signal was a long time. Pixel Vault holder. I'm very curious to hear what Signal uh, you know wants to ask Beanie. Yeah. Hey, hey, Beanie. So I've got two questions for you. Just one. I mean, you face a lot of accusations. And if I was in your position, I would do the same. I would like defend my point of view on what happened. But at some point in time, so much um, shit comes your way that some of it, at least a little bit of it has to be true. Like, what do you hold up and say, I am accountable for that and I take responsibility for that, which didn't go well. That is my first question. And my second question is, um, you still have eyes on a lot of interesting well, sure. protocols. Can I just answer yeah. the first question before sure, I forget go. about it? Um, that's a good question. And I, I think I did take a lot of accountability. BGLD, which everybody keeps mentioning, I did take accountability for that. Even though I wasn't the guy that rugged it, I definitely didn't do the research. Um, definitely failed at that. If, if I knew that it was possible to be rugged, I wouldn't have, you know, promoted it or, or, or believed in it as the next, you know, this ecosystem token for Blue, which was a very powerful ecosystem at the time. I don't know if people realize how powerful, how many projects were spun off Blue in just a short matter of time. There were um, dozens of projects that just Blue, free mint Blue claimers were able to claim all these other things for free. And it was a very powerful uh ecosystem and a great group of people and but obviously that that soured everything right when when that happened and i definitely take responsibility for that uh just because i didn't i didn't do the the right research to realize that was actually possible to happen because if that's going to if that's possible it's obviously going to happen right um you got some man on dev who cashed out you know a ton of ETH. Uh, by rugging and that's and that's where the whole Arctic uh, accusations really uh, sparked fire because uh, it was apparently this dev sent um, the some about five million tokens to my wallet for the blue team and then another like liquidity token uh, Uniswap liquidity token which which had um, a ton of BGLD and um, to to Art Chick, and then apparently Art Chick said she got scammed for it. And this I don't know. It was a weird story. It, it, I don't blame anybody for not really believing what happened. It was like weird. She said she got scammed for it. There's a thread about it where she said that she uh, was approached and said somebody sent her a token by accident. She gave it back, and next thing you know, BGLD got rugged. But I can say, you know, I am not Art Chick. So that, that was, you know, that was always a meme. And I, I think it was, uh, Pia was saying, well, you know, he, he said he's Art Chick before. Yeah, I did. I, you know, I've made a lot of joke threads. I mean, a lot of this whole thing is like, uh, you know, comedy, right? Uh, but I'm not that person. And, and I am not any other major account that you've heard of. I, I do have other little accounts that that i use sometimes to to view twitter because i have you know there's a lot of people block me and, and stuff like that and sometimes i can't even read threads but um i'm not i'm not posting i'm, I'm not actively posting whatsoever i haven't posted all year so let's go to uh node who is an early pixel vault holder node do you have a question for b then we can go to spencer 
uh, in a classic, how is that bag looking right now, Ned? Oh, well, I, I, I dumped it all. So don't worry about that. Uh, uh, and I'll just say my overall sentiment is almost identical to Kix's sentiment. Uh, and what's up, Beanie? It's been a while. The and it was like, I don't know that people understand just how influential Beanie was like a year and a half ago. Like he basically is is one of like three or four people, I think, that's responsible for blowing up NFT Twitter uh, back in the day. And definitely like, you know, I'm not going to say one thing or the other uh, on uh, we, we've kind of beaten a dead horse on all the different things that he's been involved in. Uh, so I'm actually but I, what I am curious on is uh, Beanie, like what are your thoughts on the current like NFT meta right now? Uh, and what opportunities do you see that could be helpful for the audience uh, like right now for the next three to six months? And which scam is your favorite one? Like who's <laughs> well, really thinking through that I'll, the I'll, best I'll tell way? You, like in the last year, quietly, because I've never posted about any of these things, I've minted like a bunch of things that is all personally, I'm down 99.9% on a lot of them. Uh, so, you know, my, my minting hasn't been going so well. Thank God I never tweeted about any of these because I'd be hearing about it over and over again. Like they're my projects, even though they're not, um, you know, I, I spent my own money, uh, you know, minting them and, and loot and I've lost a lot of uh, money and, uh, and I've just stopped, uh, right now, like I said, don't, the one thing I'm buying is crypto punks actively. Um, I, I also think like this thing, you know, like anything else in crypto, it, it runs in like three, four year cycles. Uh, we've seen it with Bitcoin ever, you know, going back to like 2010, uh, you know, it, it took like three years after every uh, bull market. You have like a nice three year bear and then you come back. Uh, we've seen it in DeFi. Uh, I think we'll see it again in NFTs, but I really think it's going to be like a 2025 story. And I know that's probably not what people want to hear. And I wonder, I wonder who's still going to be around then from even this audience. Right. I mean, like if, if you go into the Bitcoin community, which was always pretty big on Twitter, even going back, you know, uh, over 10 years ago, that was the big community on Twitter, the Bitcoin maximalists. It's still not the same people as we're tweeting about Bitcoin in 2010, 2011. They, they disappeared in the 2011 bear. Then, then new people came in the 2013 bull. Then new people came in the 2017 bull. And like we lost the old bulls from 2013, et cetera. I, I think we're going to see a whole different landscape in 2025. Could this new crop of influencers who are, you know, hilarious, uh, don't get me wrong, entertaining, can they hang on till 2025? Because that's really when I see the next hyper bull market. And I think we'll see new highs of things like, you know, crypto punks. But I'm very patient on these things. But again, if the, if the crypto punk market mooned and the prices so, like doubled, I might sell them tomorrow. But I, this is why I don't post about these things, because then I'll be accused of pumping and dumping. And I don't affect the crypto punks market. So, so it, it's silly. So you got uh, millions from Pixel Vault. What are your thoughts on uh, the... Well, I, I don't know what you mean, but First of all, Pixel, I talked about it a lot last night. I mean, um, that was, um, you know, that, that, that was not my choice. Um, so, I, <laughs> no, I, I, I get that. Yeah, yeah I heard. Like, they're, they're... I, 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 regardless of the money involved, uh, that was very hurtful to me. I mean, so, that, that, was, that was my baby. And, uh, you know, that, I, didn't, I did not want out of that. Absolutely not. I mean, the, the idea was to sell some shares. And uh, Sean was selling some shares at the same time. And then it quickly flipped on, no, you're out completely. Uh, or you're okay, so hold, hold on. So, so so real quick. So you t um, 
I understand it was forced, and that's sometimes that goes down in that sort of way. But uh, the question that I that I have associated with that is: Do you think the sheer number of tokens that they've issued at this point in time is reasonable? And when you look back, since you're known as uh, a tokenomics person, and the vast majority of them, outside of I, I don't know, Wolf Game is like the only one that I think actually uh, works um, at this point in time. What What are your thoughts on? Uh, is there anything that you would do? Uh, do you have any perspective on actually tokens holding any sort of long-term value since the majority of the ones that uh, you've been involved with um, yeah, well, uh, go down really, over time uh, and I eventually mean, go to zero? I'm really careful about uh, what, I, what I talk about with Pixel. There, you know, there are agreements in place whether you know, I liked the deal or not or wanted it. Um, you know, um, would it have been my strategy? No. But um, I have I have absolutely no involvement in for a long time in that company. So I mean, whatever whatever's happening, you know, would I've done it? Would I've done things differently? Um, I wasn't. I was never actively involved in management uh, after you know the, the first the first initial idea. You know, I put my punks in. It was thirteen of my punks. Well, well that's not the question. I, my, my, the question is, is from the tokenomics standpoint. From what, would I? Is, would I? Yeah, no. I'm. I'm just saying. Would uh, like, you're saying, would I do things differently? Uh, yes. I, I. I. I think some of like the decisions have been odd. Uh, you know, some of the things I don't understand. I do follow it, obviously. Um, you know, um, some of I, maybe maybe it hasn't come together yet. I mean, I, I it would be I'd like somebody to explain to me what PV Sports is, for instance. I, I don't really know because I'm not really that, uh, you know, in depth into it. But uh, from what I'm following casually, I would definitely have uh, taken a different direction with things. So I, I have a couple of questions and then or I have a statement, then a question, then I want to throw to Spencer. So the statement is, Beanie, I think so people know that telling the truth is an easier thing to do than to recount like something that's not correct. And sometimes I understand these these situations are complex, but it does sound sometimes when you're giving explanations like the Archic situation that you're you're trying to remember things that happen and it's harder to remember things when it's like a narrative versus what actually happened. So I just want to point that out. My second question, and it's a direct question. At any point, did you, so like Look Labs, right? Look Labs is, is something that you had involvement with. You did not run it day to day. I understand that. At any point, did you incentivize, whether through monet, like money or through relationship, did you incentivize anybody to come onto Twitter Spaces content like this show or YouTube content to positively speak about Look Labs, basically an undisclosed sponsorship? No, absolutely not. In fact, I've uh, I've exited my investment in Look Labs, and uh, there is uh, you know a separation agreement and stuff. And I have uh, lost a significant amount of money in Look Labs myself, and and not just on the NFTs I bought at market. Um, I'm talking like equity investment and stuff. And Look Labs, I was I was not not involved very much in, but uh, you know the end game was. Uh, with Redbeard, it was, uh, I, I felt it was well executed. And again, it was a free mint. Um, but, you know, it, it just didn't hit commercial appeal. But I, I thought they, you know, they put out good art, put out a couple good comics, cool game, but people just didn't like it. But did I incentivize anybody or do anything like that? Absolutely not. Spencer, I've you never, have a question? I've never, I've never done anything like that. Got it. Spencer, you have a question for Beanie? 
Yeah, so I think like one thing, so again, like those who aren't familiar with the saga, and Feeney, correct me if I'm wrong here, but my understanding is that you were bought out of Pixel Vault by Mike Lazaro, the seed investor of Twitter and like the majority owner of uh, Liquid Death, right? Um, I, I don't know precisely uh, well, what happened. Okay. He's the lead um, investor, but uh, better known for also super rare. But go go ahead. Yeah. So okay. So he bought you out. Now the team has like from Pixel Vault has talked about like the the Beanie era, which I think you know you've mentioned it as sort of like you founded the project. But my understanding is more that like it was founded. You were an early adopter of the project and then very active on Twitter Spaces and sort of became a de facto face of the brand, although not formally involved in core management. Is that like a correct understanding of the situation? No, I, I wouldn't, I, I would, I would disagree that I, I think I conceptualized, uh, you know, certainly conceptualized the whole concept of the comic uh, and um, the whole, you know, uh, remember that whole mint, uh, it, uh, mint versus burn. So I'm just walking my dog here, a bunch of people around, but uh, mint, mint, Remember that first, that original, the yeah. original game theory. Uh, you don't, you don't even remember the beginning of Punk's comic. How is that? What? What? Yeah, I remember it. It didn't sell out, and so it's, you switched the approach. You ended up buying a no, bunch of them and then switching right? to there a burn a thing. But I, there was this catchphrase that took over Twitter. It was, uh, uh, you could either, well, you could either burn your comic for a Founders DAO token. Or you could stake it. Or you could take the money and run <laughs> and just rob everybody so, of the yeah. cash. <laughs> Beanie, you were breaking up. Go ahead. No, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just, oh, stake, stake or burn. That's what it was. Um, it was, you could either keep your comic, uh, which, you know, you get, uh, you could stake it for those fractionalized crypto punks in the vault, or you can burn it for the founder's style token. And certainly I conceptualize this like concept. Uh, like management, I mean, day to day, uh, no, I, I didn't like run, run the team. Um, and it, it definitely, my influence definitely waned tremendously over, over time, uh, from the beginning. But like I said, that's my MO. I bet on people. I let founders run with things. I do advise behind the scenes, you know, same with Wolf game. I mean, I'm talking to them all the time. Um, you know, but I, I let, you know, I, I let the, the people that I bet on, uh run things because i can't certainly you know i can't run everything right myself uh, i'm not i'm not right, an but, but i guess either from an external perspective it, it is a little bit interesting that the one of all the products you invested in that you take credit for as a founder is the one that is most successful right like that that seems a little bit conspicuously like aligned um i i don't i'm not sure why that would be um but Anywho, do you my, want me my, to talk my, about my, my numerous failures? I always talk about. I mean, I'm always the guy who's no, 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 no. The ten I, things I do. So is the a actual, fail. it could the be question I wanted to get you that. here. So, but I'm, why, why am I? What, what's the question, Spencer? Why am the I question I want to get you here? Failure, Wait. right? Why am I going to chest pump a failure? Hold, hold on one sec, Spencer. The question I wanted to get here was actually just like, so like, you know, that time when you got around when you got bought out, like, why do you think it was that the Pixel Vault team was so adamant about? having you removed like and did it have any because i remember that was also a time when there was allegations of maybe a past life of yours as like an internet casino guy well, like, like well first of all I, I talked a lot about internet casinos and sports books and stuff like that many times on spaces on twitter and stuff like that i talked about how much of a horrible business that is because your best customers are people that lose a lot of money to you and it's just not a 
a fun business. It's a very toxic environment. So, you know, I've, al- I've always talked about these things. Anybody who's tuned into my spaces or follow my Twitter, always, uh, you know, we, we would always talk about that stuff. But uh, why, I mean, you know, I'll give you like other examples. I mean, even before, even before all of that, there was a certain, you know, toxicity around, you know, Beanie, because Beanie was the guy that, you know, called out a lot of things and, you know, didn't participate in this, you know, VC circle jerk, uh, which is an easy game to play. If you play it well, uh, you know, I'm not, no reason to name names, but people know who I'm talking about. And, um, you know, you play that game well, it's very easy to ascend in this industry. And, you know, but to me, it's not intellectually honest. I've always, you know, called things out and it's been at a great detriment. Um, You know, I remember uh, anecdotally, um, remember the whole, the whole uh, soccer thing, the, the Wagney, um, when that was, when that was getting set up, there was a big deal. Like, cause you know, I had, I was, I was uh, invested in it originally through, you know, uh, with Sean and there was a big deal like Beanie, nobody can know that you're, you're invested in that. I was like, why they're like, well, there's this guy, Daryl Morey, who was, uh, you know, the Philadelphia 76ers president. Apparently he's, he cannot be associated with you at all. You're like super toxic. Some of the things you say, you use the word pussy, you do this and that. And I'm like, well, I've never even talked to this guy. Meanwhile, I check my DMs. I have like constant DMs from the guy saying how great I am, how much he follows me, how much he loves my content and everything. And, you know, but publicly, you know, these, the, there is this like circle jerk. And, Um, you know, I wasn't, I I don't even know what we're talking about anymore, but the question (laughs) I was going to ask was uh, related to, so monkey bet, what's the deal with like, um, uh, online casinos, gambling, that sort of thing. It sounds like that's like a repeated, uh, sort of thing. And so now, um, uh, uh, and, and monkey bet and some of these other, I forget the one that's now under investigation from the sec. Uh, are you concerned gambling about apes? That? What, what is it? Gambling apes. Isn't that the same I'm thing? Like, is it? A, no, no, not at all. Um, they're two separate was, ones. They are two yeah, separate. Uh, completely different from, uh, from what I can tell. Monkey bet was a, uh, decentralized. <laughs> it's like bit, two leaves on fact, different sides of the same tree. No, no, not, at all, not at all. Not at all. Monkey bet launched with a working, protocol right a bunch of games uh i I believe this other one had nothing and i did call this other one out you could look for my tweets i did call this other one out i was like these people don't know how much it takes to actually create games and launch games and i was right you know um they they don't and you know monkey bet had all these games it was a decentralized protocol um it was just it was like an nft experiment and it's still ongoing I, there was a couple games released in the last few weeks a couple new games uh, i think like a plinko and stuff like that but no it's nothing like that it's nothing like that other one uh you should you should go and compare the two they're completely different i mean the the url for it though still is casino.monkeybet.co so it still does have a uh, and the it's name not, bet is casino. in it so it's, it's, basically it's is gambling no it's not a real casino it, it uses like play money that's like uh mm uh it's just like a token for for the game that has zero value it's not a real casino at all easy you have your hand raised a question for beanie yes i'm just like circling back here and taking a look at all the various projects on OpenSea at the moment 0.07 0.005 0.003 
With this too, Beanie, like when you break this down, you have a variety of projects in which you've had seed round and early round investments in. And clearly your reach, regardless of when you stopped tweeting, but when you were primarily driving the market, was there any concern about people buying in off of those tweets? And regardless of the fact 99.9 go to zero, I guess I'm just curious here, like, was there any remorse on it or any kind of emotion towards the fact oh, yeah, that a absolutely. lot of people lost a lot of money? Well, no, let me, let me, let me just say, I, I lost a lot of money by not being able to act on some of these things because the moment I started tweeting about something, I knew I can't go and sell it, right? So there was a lot of these things that, you know, I was, um, that, that's why I say I operate, you know, now I, I'm comfortable in, in silence because I'm not scrutinized on every on every single trade, right? But um, is, was that your question? I don't know. Uh, it's been uh, it's it's been real. We got the the one and only. Uh, play the theme music, PL. I'll play the theme music. But actually, I want this is a market show, and so I, real I quick before I, I play Beanie's theme. Well, let me be clear. I'm not gonna. I'm not hitting like a Twitter Spaces circuit. I told P.O. and Nick, who, you know, I've been, you know, cordial with for a long time. Um, and I said, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll drop on your spaces at some point. I, this is probably a month ago or something. No, uh, uh, appreciate so, it. I mean, know, you bring I, eyeballs re uh, yeah, regardless, you know, Beanie. I'm and, not, you I'm know. I'm making this crazy comeback. Everybody's speculating. Everybody's messaging me when mint. None of that. None of that. I, I just want to clear the air on a lot of things because there are a lot of new people in the space who just hear Beanie. So, so you're breaking up, Beanie. We lost you first. And, you know, I want, I want to explain. What... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in like a forest here. I, I, I should probably go because I'm in a bad, uh, well, bad reception here. Uh, let, let me I stuck go. in a forest evading the SEC here. <laughs> here he is. Beanie himself. Pia, what's that? Well, I got real one quick. last question. If yeah, easy, easy. Go ahead. Then I want to ask Beanie a market question. Easy. Go ahead. So, Beanie, just in, in the aspect of this, you've now been on two spaces in the last 24 hours discussing a lot of your prior history. I'm curious, you also mentioned Blur. We just had the airdrop from Blur last night. A lot of people excited about that. But now I'm curious as well, since you are now kind of making rounds, and I know you're not doing a circuit, you've also clarified that you are investing in projects and still trading actively. Mm -hmm. Do you have something on the horizon dropping here? Are you creating another project? Do you intend to make a splash and come back no. into the ecosystem in any capacity? No. All righty. The answer is no. Uh, a little market question well, for well, you, Beanie, because so I, I'm going to clarify this just in case there's something like, you know, that's that that might be associated with me if I'm like an investor or, you know, in something there, there could be things, but um, definitely you're not going to see me on, on, on Twitter or anything. Uh, could it, could it be a situation? So is the answer yes or no? There's a lot of people in this forest. Like, what's going on with it? Like, it's a very busy, busy forest. All right. It's a busy forest in upstate New York. Uh, so look, Beanie, um, <laughs> one market question. Do you think that the current macro environment, you know, the risk-off environment... Sorry, I'm just uh, sorry. Um, what I was going to say is that, you know, I do invest in things. Not uh, Some people do know that like, I do stay in touch with a lot of people. And some people know, hey, oh, that might be your project. So, you know, I, most of my investing right now is in protocols. Um, I did uh, recently was involved in uh, a project. And I, I don't say like project, I would say like a protocol. It would be more like, like blur, I would consider a protocol. 
um, that, you know, that has filed some patents, you know, stuff like that. Am I going to be tweeting about it? Absolutely not. But that I'm involved behind the scenes in that? Sure. So my company... Breaking news. Beanie invests in a company that has patents. Back to you. Exactly. So, so you know, I, I hate to say, well, no, like, will it ever be known that I've invested in something? Well, I mean, it might come out through something, but is there going to be me actively promoting or uh, using this, like... Uh, platform to to drive eyeballs no i i don't think that's somewhere i something i want to do right now just because it just led to so much um eventually it just leads to like toxicity and i just don't like it personally in my life i i prefer to i i feel like i stand on my own without without a platform and make the right investments and uh and do well so Hopefully so being question. being involved with rugs leads to toxicity. Uh, oh, 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 hold on, shocking, Nick. Hold, more bra- hold yeah, on. breaking news. No, uh, if you if you get involved with rugs, it's going to be toxic on Twitter. Back to you, no, PF. But I mean, I haven't been involved in any rugs other than I would say the only real rug would be the BGLD, and and I have explained my position on that. Uh, that wasn't a rug caused by me, and I know a lot of people. A lot of people thought it was, and a lot of people spent a lot of investigative effort to to try to, you know, prove that that's me. And it, it really wasn't. So they'll never be able to because it wasn't. And I got hurt more than anybody from BGLD. I mean, that, that, that we're still talking about it. It destroyed a reputation worth far more than, you know, the amount of money that I made off loot, which was only, I was only one fifth of that project, um, which was a parody to begin with. So why wouldn't you I, just return that money? That's actually a bigger question. Money, is, uh, the, the BGLD money? Yeah, because I, if I it's half a million dollars, return, that's still a significant amount of uh, of cash. That and there's what a lot mean, of people return, that I know even what? tweeted about it. Hold on one sec. The, uh, there's a bunch of people. You you, dude, you can't even like it. it uh, Beanie's the only one that can that get away with literally talking at the exact same time. It's crazy. But the um, the no, the question is is why wouldn't you uh, give that money back to the people that have lost money on BGLD if it's not Give if it's not that much BGLD back I mean I didn't make a penny off BGLD not a penny You said you got I, half a million dollars No 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 I no off no, of I secondary said, royalties Secondary royalties of You said 100 ETH Blue and BGLD are completely different things Blue was uh, I don't think uh, people that, view them as two separate things they they're both not, related They're they're being they're being ignorant then because they're completely separate things I had nothing to do with BGLD Absolutely not um, and you I, and you I, literally I, tweeted that you were going to make it your life's mission to ensure I, that that token went to the top. <laughs> and now you're like, no, I, I had nothing to do I with never, that. I never said I'd make it my life mission to ensure that any what? token went to the top. Absolutely not. No, what? I, I, that was a, a screenshotted tweet on that I, I one. I do not talk like that. I do not talk like that ever. I, I would never, I, I never talk like that. Oh, man. <laughs> For those who don't know, this oh is like a my very, God. It's, it's a meme. famous tweet. It's a famous. No, but I never said that. I'm going to make it my life mission to make sure a token goes to the top. I would never say that. That was literally the tweet. He was going to. I have the tweet. I have the tweet. Read Read the the tweet tweet. easy. Read the tweet. I will make it my life mission to integrate BGLD into everything I do in crypto as a payment option, a lending collateral for staking to earn other NFTs. I don't know the Anon dev who created it, and the keys are burned. But it feels right. There you go. Okay. (laughs) That's basically the same thing. I didn't say I'm gonna make it go to the top. <laughs> what if what the that I mean you all but said I'm gonna pump like I, I'm gonna make it my life's mission is basically the exact same thing. 
you know what? There were big plans for it too. And <laughs> so, and then you're like, well, the the dev rugged it, so I'm just gonna give up. I don't understand. That's like a bunch of bullshit. Because it's worthless. How do you use a token? We were gonna so, use. So your this. excuse is the token went down, so you just give up. The token went not went down. It went to uh, like literally zero, and and it just was. So what? Fun. So then you just you you, you took all to of the. You explain so, to me how it could be used after a situation like that. One sec, I have another tweet. You can <laughs> watch another one. Sec, one, one sec, Nick, 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 this is even better. BGLD will live on. Don't need to add about it. It takes more than a few days to do a cool things. Ask me in a year. The story now is better than ever, and I'm motivated, sitting on five mil. I'm confident that it and Blue will be flourishing then. Community is amazing, and nothing stops it. So there is a comparison and a correlation between the two. You've even now put it on wax that there is some form of correlation because you're confident in both. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you've this seen is from the your page. You've seen the toxicity around uh, The toxicity is because, bro, you said this thing's my life mission and then it disappears in a week and we're supposed to be like, oh, my bad, dude. Oh, I totally get it. The token went down in value. The team had big plans to integrate it into a lot of things. And, then and they were gone two weeks later because suddenly the price it, goes down? No, Bro, if our I, if I, our I, NFT went down in value, which it has, and we were just like, oh man, you know not, what? We're gonna like give up now because the price went down. This isn't an NFT. There were it, all the liquidity got sucked out. It became completely uh, worthless and unusable. And the reputation, uh, all I could hear about it was fought all day. You think uh, you think I'm gonna? Continue I got one more my life on something that's going to be funded, but the intention was good at the time. Wait, hold on one sec. So would you would you be all good if an entrepreneur that you invested in since you're an excellent investor, if the entrepreneur was just like, yo, people are talking shit about our business right now. And so we're going to quit. Like I quit two weeks after you gave me five million dollars. Would you be cool with that? Because I'll, I'll I'd be interested something. in five million dollars, Beanie. Talking shit about a business definitely could hurt a business, and especially in this business when uh, when the when the vibe. So, are you cool with an entrepreneur quitting after two weeks after you give them five million dollars? And if so, give me five million dollars. I, I don't I don't see the 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 parallel to that. Of, of you, course not. So I have some so, more no, tweets I really want to read. Nick, if you don't mind, no, real quick, not. this is my other favorite one. What I can tell you is that at some point in the future, there will be a Pixel Vault NFT drop for free for Blue holders. And there was, also, and there if you was, own a Meta Hero. You can stake BGLD to earn POW with those staking pools for POW. Well, and then that. followed by that one, you did also note this one, that you were excited to hit 100 million volume in 24 hours, accusations that you pumped and dumped. You did not sell a single BGLD, That's but true. what you did do is that you funded the funds with your own BGLD. So Correct. you stated that you did not move the BGLD from the wallet, but how did you fund the funds without moving that BGLD? Well, the, the fund, the... Uh... I don't even know what you're saying. Uh, we this one's October eighth, two thousand twenty-one. A little over one year BGLD, ago. When that when that post was made, that five million BGLD was worth a lot of money, right? So we were going to fund different initiatives with that, and we had a lot of applications. It was uh, a real process, and unfortunately, by the time we started reviewing them, a few days later, uh, while we were talking to people and what they can do with it, the thing was dead. So I, I the, don't know. The token disappeared and we, it, we sure. just quit. Hey, can well, you imagine uh, the, the, the absolute luxury that it is? Can you imagine a small business owner that's like, well, damn, we haven't had customers for two days. Guess we pack it up and take all of the money that we walked away with. Like, what a fucking well, privilege. What, what, what did I walk away with? 
I you you already said the half million. I, it. It. I never said a half million. You said a hundred ETH. Like a hundred ETH or something. Yeah. And I said all the other. Why don't you go ask the other founders? Why don't you go ask uh, Tropa? Why don't you go ask Hunter? Why don't you ask Dylan? Why don't you ask? Jupa? I think it's a valid question doing, to ask anybody ask involved ask in Blue. I mean, doing. it's it's ask them what it, they're doing with Blue. Why why is everybody focused so intensely on me and Blue? I brought eyeballs to the project. Um, it and was a free mint. It. it was a free mint. Um, and you know, I think I think the reason the is. Be, Beanie, I, I, I think the reason is, is that because your tweets were like infamous when it, when it, uh, when I that really came out. I regret that. And I've said many times that I really regret uh, not doing the proper research on BGLD before making uh, statements, but my intention was good. Beanie. So this new platform, ch check it out. This new platform blur is getting a lot of eyeballs right now and it's being perceived as a very legitimate platform. You disclosed on this show that you're in the seed round as an investor in blur. Did they like, did they have any pushback uh, because of your reputation? You know, did they, you know, have to dig in? No, or you like, know what? You know what? In the real world, I have a really good reputation. So I'm there wasn't any pushback on a, a lot of different things. Just uh, not in this fake bullshit Twitter world. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, look, we're going to ask you one market question uh, because you've been around the block, Beanie. Do you think that the macro environment is going to affect the crypto cycles in a way that we haven't seen before? Well, I mean, isn't that obvious? Like you're seeing it right now. But you're saying Everything that this is down. different. Listen, people, people, the, the whole, the whole macro environment is by risk. Risk on, risk off, right? And crypto's uh, the highest risk asset. So when things drop, crypto will always drop more. It will always be the most that drops. When when risk is favored, crypto will always, you know, be the most favored asset class. People will be underexposed. And the one add risk. How do you add risk? You add Ethereum, Bitcoin, stuff like that, right? So of course it parallels macro. And I've always said that, and I, I've been accurate with that. All right. Any closing thoughts, Bean? You, you joined the show today. You did Shill and Villain show last night. Yeah, First no, appearances it. in a long time. Go ahead. Yeah, no, that's that's it. No, I, I mean, I, I appreciate, uh, you know, having me up and, uh, you know, and, 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 and like, I, I know you focus a lot on BGLD and I was regretful. I mean, I don't know what else you want me to say. I've, I said I fucked up and, um, you know, by not doing, not doing the proper research and getting over exuberant, but you know, it's not the first time and I, you know, it's not, it's not the first, uh, you know, instance of this for anybody, but I really feel like, uh, we're beating a dead horse to death here. But I, appreciate I mean, it. it's, it, it may be a dead horse, but the reality is, is, uh, it, you a, killed a, bunch the horse. Of, a, a bunch of stuff went, went down and then uh, you were gone for a period of time. So having an opportunity, uh, to hear from the horse's mouth it's, itself, I think is, um, it's helpful. And, and to your question about like why Beanie and not any of the other people, I think you raise a valid point. The only, the only uh, distinction though had to do with the communication around it at that time. And also it's not like it, it was, it's not like a decade ago that this went down. It's still a relevant part of the conversation in the sense that, um, we we're we're at the end of that well, of the cycle that began at the beginning Nick, of last year. I hope you could judge me, uh, uh, you know, overall and not just like cherry pick uh, one colossal failure. Uh, uh, and you know, <laughs> well, I, I think that uh, your ability for tokenomics is uh, f phenomenal, um, and uh, propensity for that. That said, you know, it, it's always important that like 
Um, when we hear a lot of other people commenting on those things, you still want to have uh, hear from the person themselves on the uh, uh, on the subject matter, which they're like known for, for better or worse. So, I mean, that, I think that's where, and, and where for sure, and that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here, uh, you know, explaining things the best I can. And I really have, I really have no answers for that, other than saying I, I didn't do the right research and uh, it didn't work out like obviously I intended it to work out. You think I want to be in that position with everybody hating me and everybody blaming me? I mean, it takes an extreme personal toll. That's another, that's another thing that, you know, you really get burnt out when you're, you're under the microscope and scrutinized for every, every single thing. Um, I mean, and, yeah, and uh, I, okay. I, I mean, feel it, that. I feel that. However, I think that you did take advantage of that platform that you have. But let me just ask you one question, Beanie. Are there any countries in the world that you can't go to, you can't enter because of a criminal past or because of like warrants out for your arrest or anything like that? Or, or are you a no. global citizen? You can go anywhere. No, I'm, I'm not. What, I'm not a, uh, a criminal. I've never have been. I, have, I don't have a criminal record. Never had one. All righty. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard from the man himself, the super villain of the NFT space, the one and only Beanie. Appreciate it. Bye, guys. Is he good? Is he bad? Is Thanks he for joining genius? from the forest. Yo, they got a, the cell phone towers in that forest were pretty decent. They were some good cell phone towers. Um, Look, I think sometimes people just, they get they get mixed up, man. They get mixed up into the evils. There's too much easy money out there. You can just Dude, take it. <laughs> the tokens, they just come to your wallet. And it's just too tempting. <laughs> and sometimes you say that you're going to integrate something into every single thing that you're going to do. And then like 36 hours later, you just decide, fuck that. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to blame everybody else, okay? And, uh, you know... Hey, fuck those guys. You know, one, one guy's got a good head of hair. He's really handsome. Go talk to him. The other guy, you know, he seems pretty funny, you know? The other one, that's also me, but I'm not going to tell you that it is. And it's also not a lady. Uh, and, and that was, like, I mean, it's just a grown man that's trying to leverage women to extract money from the ecosystem. It's just not a good thing, I'm telling you. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this was a different start to the show. We're about an hour in, an hour and ten minutes in. I didn't have that on my bingo card this morning. Did we even get to the weather report? We didn't get to the weather report. I thought we were going to talk about Chill and Villain doing a great job of having Beanie on the show and being Yo. the best podcast host in the NFT spaces. But instead, we had him on the show ourselves, and now we're trying to be the best podcast host. Okay, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, wow. Well, uh, Signal, do you want to do the weather report now? <laughs> Dude, I just feel like, I just feel like somebody's like, do you remember where you were when Michael Jackson died? Do you remember where you were when Beanie came on stage? That was intense, man. That was such good fun. Uh, you know what? Uh, give it to the guy. You wouldn't do that two days, not do what he just did two days in a row. Alex's I mean space, this space, I would not want to be under rapid fire from the community and to do that two days in a row i'm not sure why you would ever want to do that but yeah but well, at the time we, we, we can't like tackle him to the ground and start whipping his ass it's not it's not that bad you know what i mean step, like step, well it's step one also signal in terms of not doing that i think one of the issues with that is the sense that uh uh you that would also require that we just quit two days after we started a project so like and then, no, I wouldn't go on the spaces after that. But that also requires me being a mastermind, 
a genius mastermind behind uh, uh, some rugs. And I think that that, anyways, uh, I, I agree. I wouldn't want to be in that position simultaneously, though. Um, I, I think it's, uh, uh, I, I don't know. It's, um, it, it, it's not a good place to be either way. Um, we had wanted to see if he, like what he could say about it. But I mean, honestly, the answer for that, it's like one, one quick synopsis on this is it's like, feel bad for me because I walked away with, uh, a bunch of, i walked away. So he basically said, I walked away with half a million dollars from blue. Someone quote in the community launched BGLD, but then he did quote these other things. And there were a lot of people that lost significant amount of money. And I think to me, that's the main thing, which is just like, it's still a valid point. And he, and then he didn't answer the question about the fact, like, why not just give us money? Um, if, if that's really the case, um, which to me is just like a shocking situation where it's like, Oh, it didn't work out. Who the fuck gets to quit after a week? I would be sued by investors. You do realize that. Like, you would be sued by investors if uh, if they gave you funding and then you just disappeared and took the money. Well, it's also like so much worse than that, too. So, like, this is like I, I, now that he's gone, like, I want to break down the thing that actually happened, which is that, like, so if you take as true that the Archic account is his account, Archic got sent a ton of this stuff and then it got mysteriously hacked and most people assume that was just like him transferring it to another wallet right that all got sold and so that hack stuff happened right before now he wasn't a founder of pixel vault like this is really important he misleads a lot about his involvement in pixel vault he was a large holder of pixel vault and then put a lot of pressure on the team as a large holder to do stuff like associate pixel vault's airdrop with blue and with those things and so he was like a very intense force in Pixel Vault. He was also very publicly facing and claimed to be a founder of Pixel Vault for quite a while. So there's a lot of avenues where like, yeah, it wasn't into his own account, but like he obviously wouldn't have sold any of the ones in his own account. But again, like there is all of this blue that got sold that was associated to account that a lot of people think was his account. And also he used his sway in Pixel Vault, which again, wasn't as a founder, but as a large, large, large holder to force them to associate with the other project that he then rugged. Like it's just to get a uh, half a million dollars in ETH. Like, like, like I just like don't want to let him off the hook with spinning a different narrative. Ha half that. a million dollars is a lot of uh, fucking money. And I think, uh, I don't know how much uh, Kim Kardashian got for her involvement with that token, <laughs> but like, it, I mean, she 250,000, 250,000. Oh, okay. She got, wow. For her, she's like, why the fuck did I do this for that chump change? You know? $250,000 and then you got uh, Beanie with half a million being like, yeah, it's only 100 ETH. It's like, what the fuck? Only? Like, that's like, that's a significant sum of money for literally anybody, especially when you're a global citizen that doesn't have to pay taxes. <laughs> uh, we got Spotty on stage uh, and I want to hear from Node, but like, I feel like this is like a moment where I got to throw to Spotty. Spotty, did, did, you, did you listen to that whole thing? Uh, I was a few minutes late, but I, I caught I caught most of it. I think. Um, look, first, I just want to say, like, everybody's right to question Beanie. Um, I can't talk too much about Pixel Vault because I just can't. But I'm pretty sure you can go on some website like Internet Archive or something, and you can go look at what the pic who the Pixel Vault website said the founders were when they came out. 
And I think Spencer, I think you need to do that, brother. I think you need to re I think you need to go do the research about who was a founder and who wasn't. I don't, I think most of the projects that we're talking about, like Beanie had a lot of people working with him like Basically, Beanie is the scapegoat, man. Beanie is taking heat right now in the past 24 hours that a lot of fucking people should be taking. Instead, <laughs> I see these motherfuckers in VIP. When you go to an event in New York, you go to an event here and there. These motherfuckers are out here among us, plain-faced, doxxed. Everybody's dapping them up. They're toasting champagne, eating caviar in the green room. And Beanie's the one up here. <laughs> getting getting hellfire because people want to puff their chest out when beanie comes out once a year nah man no 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 go do the research you go look for yourself uh take take any project we're talking about go back in time you figure out who that project said was a founder and whether they said oh founder or not at that time i mean you're definitely right there's there's uh like yeah uh, I mean, I guess the real question is, should should the other, and that's what uh, Beanie was saying, is should the other Blute founders be accountable for it, like Tropo and uh, Hunter and, uh, I forget Hunter's brother's Dylan. name, Dylan and uh, some of them. And I think there's uh, that's a legitimate question. Um, in terms of like accountable, the reality is, is like with our show um, or with a, a show in general, like we're not uh, a court of law. And so in terms of like actual speak, speak like, for yourself, I'm gonna like, throw the book at him. Okay. <laughs> um, you can't but, handle the truth. But uh, in terms of uh, uh, commentary on it, I think that um, from a public opinion standpoint, you're, you're s straight up accurate with that. And I think that that's something um, I don't know. I, I feel like Hunter and uh, Tropo did discuss it at some point, And I don't remember what they specifically said. I mean, there's even like valid questions about, um, uh, like, uh, for, 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 like, it's not clear what they did. And then also how that money was used to like go and buy other NFTs and, and other things like that. I, I think that there's, um, a lot of questions about the accountability for that. I understood at the beginning, it seemed like a joke, but where it crossed into the line was when BGLD came out and then, uh, Beanie was pumping it. I think that was the the specifically with Blute the thing that was up that was uh, questionable, um, but yeah, the other people also sort of like kind of like scooted by with it, and, and since have raised money for other projects as well. So I think that's the thing. Which yeah, I mean, you raised a very good point. Uh, what you got your hand raised? What was there something else you want to say? Well, the the, the only other thing I want to say, and I'm and I'm not trying to you know. If people got to do their own research, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus and name names or anything. I'm just saying, to, like like we discussed, there's a lot of other people that that could be asked the same questions that Beanie's getting asked. Except if you look at all these projects, Beanie's the only one that actually knew how to make shit at least appear to work. Like you put you put Beanie in a room with a bunch of schmucks, he can make he can pull a bunch of money out of thin air, right? And then if he leaves the room. These other people don't know how to keep the machine going. And that's obvious, whether you're talking about his biggest successes or his biggest failures. You know, so to me, it's obvious like he's he's the one that it's easy to throw stones at because he's the boogeyman. But he's also happens to be the only one that seemed to have any idea 
how to perpetuate interest in these projects. Oh yeah, no one's questioning that he like uh, his pedigree as a an architect and tokenomics the, expert. No one's questioning that, um, and and that's a great point. I'm trying to get kicks in here. Twitter is rugging kicks. I'm going to patch them in through there, Google Meet. Uh, there, Nick, Nick, can go can ahead. I just respond real quick to something that Spotty said? Sure. Okay. Yeah. No. I so so I Spotty. Thank you for calling me out on that. I do want to be clear here. Um, there was points I think when he was on the website as a founder. However. And this is what I've heard rec- like in recent conversations with the Pixel Vault team was like the way that they have been presenting it has been that, and, and you know, obviously there's different interests here and they have an interest in trying to put it in the back and that's sort of been their stance, right? But like my understanding of that project was that he was not originally involved as a founder. And that was sort of what he confirmed on the stage was he only takes credit for the tokenomics of certain things. He has, he did say in this conversation today that he wasn't like, in the same way a core member as some of the others. Fair. And, and I do um, agree with you, by the way, that like he did have really good tokenomics. The issue that I take with his tokenomics is that a lot of the times he was very good at like it was a Ponzi that if you followed correctly, you could you could make a lot of money on. And he sometimes would shift the Ponzi between projects. And that's stuff like the association between loot and blute and pixel. Okay, so I, so I was a few minutes late, right? I didn't hear every word of this conversation much. But what I did hear is it was his concept, according to him. Right. He just wasn't a manager. He, he wasn't like he wasn't like telling so and so like, OK, hop on Twitter. You know, like he, he's he wasn't like he architects. The yeah. stuff. He architects. And, the and, stuff. He, and, and to your point, Spencer, like he was on the website as a founder. And that's true. And, and it's pretty obvious. Like when 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 a company has a bunch of fucking ideas, whether they're good ideas or bad ideas, and then one person disappears and all of a sudden the ideas disappear like. It, it, the 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 evidence of what happened lines up with like that description of to me of like okay it could make sense that it was his concept and he was a founder he just wasn't a manager you know so beanie is also representative of a space which i think as a whole uh in addition to being like you could say that it's immature but it also is actually mature in the sense that basically like you saw a transition he was around during the ICO days, and according to that NFT ethics uh, sort of thread, he was involved with tokens, which eventually inevitably disappeared. And I, I guess if the argument is, well, it went to zero, so what are you going to do about that, uh, is a complete bullshit uh, explanation. But I think it's also representative of a broader issue in this space, which is like, uh, there's a lot of people who are involved in this space, including influencers who have built brands on the back of launching projects, which inevitably they don't execute on and stick with and continue to build. And uh, that's just not good for the space as a whole. Like it's, uh, it, This is very like uh, inside baseball, I guess, at this point in time, because the space is so small. Um, but the, the reality is, is like this whole space is built on top of just a bunch of projects that have had complete missteps, both um, whether or not just execution on the NFT. I mean, this whole space, 90% of projects plus, or we uh, 95% or I don't know what percent you want to say, are basically complete rugs. So you got 95% of the market is a complete rug. Within the 5%, you then have a spectrum of uh, rugs, essentially, which is a, a difference between hey, I launched a project and I'm just not going to do anything about it um, and then just continue on, which is one form of rug. Uh, Beanie had his own definition of rug, which is like, whatever, like you can uh, agree or disagree with him. I disagree, um, which is that 
rugs are a spectrum. The word has been sort of bastardized or broadened essentially to encompass many different things. So people say, oh yeah, it's a rug. Doesn't necessarily mean they just left, but like even uh, Kix has talked about on an ongoing basis, the rugs and acquisitions area of the market <laughs> yeah. where, where businesses have like disappeared and then suddenly someone else buys it and suddenly we're going to turn that project around. What's crazy is it's like, that didn't even happen. In the case of Blue, it's just dead. Like and BGLD. Well, it's just a hard rug. It's a hard, it, hard rug. A hard rug, which then everyone on the team kept in their profile for an extended <laughs> period of time and wore it as a fucking badge. Like that's the thing that's mind fucking boggling. Like it's basically the thief is in your face saying, We took that fucking money and we're gonna keep fucking you. <laughs> like, I, like straight up. Check out my he, next project. Check out my next drop, bitch. <laughs> like, that's literally what's going on. And we, uh, all the people in the space, were like, yeah, I'm going to fund that next thing. <laughs> Yo, okay, let me get on the whitelist. Uh, so, no, no, <laughs> Node has his hand raised. I got to hear from Node, a reasonable man. And then we the didn't one even and get only, to the weather report. I, for, don't worry about the weather report. We got kicks patched in via Google Meet. He's bursting at the seams. He's wearing a, a, a dope ass pink sweater. Anyway, Node, Doxon kicks the sweater. Node, you have your hand raised. What's going on? Yeah, I mean, I. I'm going to say this. If, if, if he was like associated with the dev with B gold, then he's a total fraud and it's super messed up. The simpler uh, answer though, is that uh, it would be similar to like, if somebody launched the nifty NFT morning show coin, you had nothing to do with it. They gave you a bunch and then it went to zero. And then Uh, hold on, but, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's the difference. Blute you guys do you, you, you guys know what loot is, right? Like it's all community. It's like, look, let the community build whatever they want. So Blue was launched, uh, like I was working uh, for, I was writing for Hunter at the time. And uh, they like, they just launched this thing. Like I didn't even know it was happening. And so Blue is literally a parody on loot, which is the community builds whatever the F they want. And the founders do not do anything. Like that is the whole MO of Blue. That was the whole, that's the whole MO of loot. Like the founders of Loot are not the ones driving the project. Yeah. It's whoever owns Loot can build whatever they want on top of it. So it's like, I, I totally get it. Like, I get that you think that it's a rug and it is, but the difference is, is like everybody knew what it was from day one, like day zero. You're like, this is a funny joke. And we're all, if we uh, want to make this into something, it's up to us. It, it will. And it was mind boggling the people who put a significant amount of money into BGLD because it just seemed like the most irrational thing. I think that the only distinction about that were the tweets where he's saying, I'm going to make this my life's purpose, 100%, basically. 100%. And, and, yeah, and I think messed up. And, and, and that was the that was the thing where a lot of it uh, came out. The What happened was the, the reality and, and to your point, Node, where you could potentially argue to them uh, to say, hey, the whole point was that the community ran this. But it was being utilized as a, a, a way to generate cash as quickly as possible. Like, let, let's be clear. It was an opportunistic drop. Like, they're not suddenly like, oh, man, like, uh, good thing we didn't make any money off of that. Like, even Beanie's saying, like, we all made individually each basically something like half a million dollars. Or he's like 100 ETH. You know, that's such a little amount. It's too little to count, apparently, for him. Uh, which means he's done pretty well 
Um, and so I think that's the thing where it's like, that's the distinction is when you're making money off of the platform, but it's the community that's supposed to operate. And I think loot in that case did not generate money for Dom. That wasn't like a revenue generating scheme, but Blue was a revenue generating scheme for the individuals involved in it. And that's the distinction basically. And now does Loot not have, does Loot not have royalties on the, on secondary? I don't believe that Dom made money off of loot. That that's that's my understanding of it. it it's it's uh, entirely a. I'm about to go look right now. I'm pulling it up. I would assume there are royalties, but the the spirit behind that one wasn't to make a scam. Uh, okay, so it's five percent. The floor on that is still nearly one ETH, which is shocking. But um, yeah, that's that. Uh, so it does say five percent, which is insane. Where does that money go? Yeah, maybe there's like a community treasury or something. But all I'm saying is I, I kind of agree with Kix in that like these were neon green squares. And it's like, dude, I got caught up in the hype myself. I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. Like I I minted a couple of free ones. I bought one later and I lost my shirt on it. I got free Beagle. I bought a little bit more because I'm like, hey, this is a perfect meme coin and uh, lost, you know, lost my shirt on that, too. But it's like I'm going to at least take responsibility uh, for me being a complete idiot. And investing in a in a green uh, a, ne- a neon green square that says like dildo ring of uh, NFTs, you know, on it, and like, dude, what what exactly did we expect? Like, this is on us as much as it's on anybody. I, I would I, say. I I'll, I agree with that. Yeah, let me throw to Kicks. Kicks has been bursting at the seams. I got him patched in, so if, if you see a different voice coming from my PFP, it's him. Kicks, take it away. Up oh, one second. What a, what a last twenty four hours in the space. Uh, pretty wild with uh, you know Beanie hopping on um, all of these spaces and, and, and stuff like that. I mean, I, I think the tough thing about our industry is that like with traditional startups, if people try something and it doesn't work out, they generally don't walk away with money. In this space, people try things they don't work out and they get rich. Um, and it's a it's it's a weird dynamic that can you know uh, you know cause a lot of issues. I think Beanie once again is a very Fifty Shades of Grey kind of person. There's some things that he's done that I think you know are kind of you know permanent stains on the reputation, like um, you know B loot. But then like other things, like I don't think people that weren't around in May don't fully appreciate that. Like, but before Pixelvault was Pixelvault, it was just Punk's comic, and like Beanie like uh, engineered all of the tokenomics and made it like what Pixelvault is today. He was like in May of last year, he was like a legend. Um, in the absolute space and, and not a lot of people know, but like, uh, I've, I have only promoted or like, I've only like worked on one project that wasn't mine in my entire career. Um, you know, I've done, I've done crypto Raiders, obviously I've done nifty portal, both I would like to think are great projects, but in, in May of last year, after building up a reputation on Twitter, I got hit up. Um, to uh, basically what was like a dream job to me. It, this team hit me up and they said, we're making, essentially they were making the internet games back in May of last year. And it was a project called Hello Anon. And they basically said, you're a great trader of NFTs. We want you to buy uh, all of the prizes for this, uh, for this game. It was like a puzzle game. It was literally a dream job for me. I'm like, I get to manage $75,000 and buy NFTs that I think are going to go up. And guess what I did with that 75 ETH? I think I bought like eight bored apes. I think I bought like 15 cool cats. I I literally turned that 75K 
into probably $750,000 at today's prices, at today's prices. And I fell in love with the idea of the project. And Beanie was a, like the, uh, the tokenomics consultant. And they sold this whole like dream to me of what this project was going to become, right? But then uh, I, uh, uh, I didn't control the smart contract. I didn't control the funds, any of that stuff. My job was to uh, buy the prizes for the treasury and then like to help like market the project. It was literally a dream job for me. And then what happened was is they didn't sell out all the way. They didn't get the secondary commissions that they wanted. And so then they completely kind of changed what this project was going to uh, become. And at a certain point in time, I got so frustrated. I was like, look, hey, I bought the I bought the prizes. Like, I'm done. I'm out of here, right? And it put such like a bad taste in my mouth that I've never, like I get hit up a million, like a million times since. Like, oh, we want you to work on this project. We want you to consult on this project. I don't touch any of those things because I've learned what happens is, is a lot of projects will take somebody. I was the only undocked person on that team. They'll take somebody. The only docs person. Yeah, the only docs person. And then that person becomes like the fall guy. And <clears throat> one thing I can empathize with Beanie is the amount of like hate that people get. I don't think people know that like to this day, people say really messed up things to me about Hello Anon. They, in their, they've convinced themselves that like I own the project, even though I have all of the chat logs, even though it's all on the blockchain. You can literally see like the money that I got, all of the NFTs that I bought, and you know all this effort that I tried to make this thing happen, and it didn't work out, and it was out of my control. And like to this day, people hit me up, and they're like, "Oh, you're a fucking piece of shit for that project, man! Like, how the hell are you still allowed in this space?" When literally my job was to buy prizes for the vaults, and I fell in love with the project, and so I was hyped up about it. But I just wanted to share that story with people so that they can like understand that like some of these things like behind the scenes, they're not as they they're not like as they seem. Um, and there's a lot of projects and Beanie may even do some of these things themselves where they like put somebody in as like a face guy. They say, oh, this guy's part of the project to use them for their clout. And then they just move on from the project and someone else is left like, uh, you know, holding like the blame for it. And, you know, after that, what did I do? I was like, you know what? You can actually like try to build real projects. I've been building crypto raiders for a year and a half. I've been building nifty portal for a year. Right. Um, but like that, it, it, and to anybody out there that's an influencer or anything like that, I would tell you, you should be so cautious with associating yourself with anything that you do not have full control of, because there's a lot of people out there in this space that are trying to make money and they'll sell. That's what NFTs are. What, what do people do? They sell everybody on a dream, right? And then gravity kicks in slowly over time. And the dream goes back down to reality. And then everybody's pissed off. Um, but dude, there's just, there's just so much crazy stuff that's happened to the space. Like one thing is where, where are the, you know, influencers never catch the blame, right? When they pump some of these projects, right? Like who else was pumping blue, right? Uh, what happened to my fucking pickles or pudgy penguins or the stuff Zagabon did, right? Like this whole, this whole, tw uh, NFT culture is such a 50 shades of gray kind of thing, right? There's like the good, the bad and the ugly. And once again, I'm not trying to like, uh, uh, give uh, Beanie a pass. I've I've said it multiple times that he's he's done some stuff that I think has you know really put like a permanent stain on his reputation. But then you also got to like you know he was a great trader. I think he did good stuff for Pixel Vault. I don't think people actually appreciate that like Pixel Vault actually innovated on a lot of mechanics before Board Ape Yacht Club ever did.
But like Board Ape Yacht Club gets all like the credit for like kind of like leading the NFT space. But like the stuff that Pixel Vault was doing in like May of last year was like super innovative with like burn mechanisms and like all of these different things. So once again, I'm not telling if you don't like Beanie, I'm not saying like, oh, give him a pass or give him a break or something like that. I'm just saying that like in this in this NFT world that we're living, like something it's just not black and white. Like, you know, um, but yeah, uh, just to wrap up, like, you know, the B-Loot stuff always put my a bad taste in my mouth uh, with how all of that went down. But also, once again, at the end of the day, like if you're a buyer and a seller of these things, you got to take some personal responsibility and you have to like, uh, you, like, you know, spend your money wisely, like. Everybody gets all like mad about Looks Lab. Dude, when I bought Looks Lab, I'm like, dude, they're making a weed staking game. Who actually thought that was going to be worth like $100 million? Like, I'm sorry, dude. You should quit <laughs> NFTs if you thought Looks Lab was like actually like a long term great bet. I bought that shit at 0.25 and I sold it at 0.75. Am I mad about Looks Lab? No, I made money. You know what I mean? You know how many projects I've lost like my shirt on? I lost 40 grand on PXN, I lost 40 grand on Crypto Unicorns Land. I'm not in their discords blaming these people for my own personal decisions. You know what I mean? So I'm not trying to scapegoat or like let people get away rock free, but also uh, traders in this space, you got to take some personal responsibility. I'm not calling the Peloton CEO and saying, hey, my 401k down 70% because of you. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, that was Kicks. I think people are like Kicks tweeting. Kicks president, man. Love well, that guy. People are tweeting at me. I, I said it was Kicks. That was not my, that's Kicks. So just tweet at him. Don't tweet at me. Pia, uh, you were involved in a rug? <laughs> Signal, uh, you have your hand raised. What's going on? Oh, actually, Kicks just summarized it all up and and in and like kicks um i don't know if you're still there but yeah i still see people talk about hello anon and say that kicks is a rugger and i'm like dude he runs crypto raiders he doesn't need, like do you not listen to the morning show and it's just like this one thing that you do so long ago you know over i don't know how long it was now can still have ramifications even though everything that kicks has done today um you know completely shows that he's building in his space is committed and he's building an awesome game with um crypto raiders and i will you know completely agree with what he said here as well pixel vault would not have been on if it wasn't beanie the only one with like uh, an, um, a, a megaphone on Twitter, just constantly going on about it to the to the point where I looked at it, invested in it in, um, at, uh, at the beginning. And then, yeah, I was first in. So I did well. And, you know, later I sold. But just to kick his point is like even even when he comes up on stage, the music is, is that he's a villain. Like, let's not paint everyone in just one box you are completely good or you're completely bad. And I think with him, if I was to liken him to you know, the sort of the superhero villain world, he's more like Two-Face. He's not consistently evil, but he's definitely not consistently good in the same way that we all are. So um, I think Kicks did a much better job of summing this up. But yeah, there's good and there's bad on uh, like on both sides for this. Well, I'm not going to introduce him with the Malcolm in the Middle I, theme song at the end of the day. I, 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 I think, <laughs> oh, damn it. What, I, I also, I think that there's um, the, the bigger issue that you run into uh, is it, it, and I don't know if the, uh, this is a good sort of uh, association with what Kix is saying. The reality is there's a lot of people. The distinction is uh, in this space, it's not just commentary on businesses. It's commentary on businesses of which uh, we've all made purchase it where, where we are customers and or in some cases, people view themselves as investors in those uh, actual projects. And that's that's the biggest thing that we're facing. 
And that's what we discuss is trading on this show. So um, it, it's it, it, that that's the biggest implication. And a lot of people end up losing money on some of these on the words that people utilize. And that's where, uh, you know, some of these people will uh, get in trouble for having issued securities. Um, but that that's basically uh, the situation that we face is people people invest significant amounts of money into these projects based on the words that people use. And so the accountability that everyone speaks to pertains exclusively to that. Hey, you pumped this thing. I believed in you and it's not going well. And uh, like Kix also said, uh, I can't call uh, the CEO of Peloton to ask them what the fuck they're doing and why I have to spend so much on my damn subscription. Like th this is, uh, it's, it's both <laughs> way too expensive and not making enough for their stock to go up. So it's a, uh, a double whammy. It's a double whammy. Look, we're over time, ladies and gentlemen. I uh, didn't have this morning's show on my bingo card when I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, what are we going to talk about on the show today? And we just get uh, 90 minutes of beanie. Hey, makes my job a little bit easier. Spotty, any closing thoughts before we wrap? Man, the last thing I want to say, man, Blued is the least interesting part of this whole conversation. Look at the successes. Follow the money. Look at the motivation of the people spinning the narrative. Look at the motivation of the people who one day call a person a, a co-founder of their company, and then later when it serves them, that person's not a founder. But either way, yeah, they did do most of the funding and the financing. So it's more than just being a mouthpiece. It's more than having Twitter followers in terms of what he did to contribute to certain companies and project success. And those companies couldn't spell tokenomics without Beanie being on the phone to hold their hand, I promise you. So anyways, I say let's hold the people accountable that are still here, that are still very transparent in you know, what they claim they still control and maintain ownership of. That's my two cents. That's his two cents, ladies and gentlemen. Well, love him or hate him, uh, I don't know if he's going to be back. He might be back. We'll see. But you can't say that the space isn't more interesting with him bopping his head around. Ladies and gentlemen, Beanie crashing the show today, answering questions, kind of. Kind of answering questions. Wasn't really answering questions. We'll see if he's back. We hope you'll join us again. We do the show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, each and every week. Uh, people are trying to dunk on me on Twitter, but I'm just hitting them with windmill dunks and Dikembe Batumbo blocks. Don't come at me, baby. We're going to keep doing it. Don't worry about it. I'll see you guys next time. Hey, shout out to Beanie for joining the show. Catch you next time, ladies and gentlemen.